Welcome to the Rebranded Teacher Podcast. My name is Lauren Fulton. I'm a full-time teacher, author, and seller on Teachers Pay Teachers, and I help other teacher entrepreneurs grow their TPT businesses in a purposeful, sustainable way. So if you're looking for actionable, step-by-step ways to grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the podcast. Today is all about game changers for my TPT business, game changers for a lot of people's TPT businesses, and how you can afford these game changers. I think whenever you first start on Teachers Pay Teachers, if you're anything like me, you're only making a little bit. And so you're trying to pinch every single penny. You're trying to conserve as much of the money that you have coming in. You're trying to keep your overhead fees low and trying to keep your profit high because there's really not a lot to go around. And I totally get that. And in the beginning, that's probably how it should be. I wouldn't make any huge investments when you first start. I would really just focus on honing and crafting your skill. But once you get a little bit into it, you start to make $100, $200, $300 a month. Somewhere right around that time is when I would really start to think about this as a business. And what businesses do is they set funds aside in order to invest back into their business. So yes, today is going to be about spending money. And I know that for most of us, we're pretty frugal, and that's not something that we want to do. And and in fact, I was pretty far into my business. I would say over a year into my business before I started investing back into it. I'm talking, I didn't buy fonts. I didn't buy clip art. I didn't buy page borders or anything like that. I was probably a year in before I purchased anything for my business other than my monthly subscription to Microsoft Office. That's literally it. But when I started to take some of the money that I was that was coming in and started to invest it in things that were going to save me time, that were going to save me energy, or that were going to give me freedom, that's when I started to see my income increase. So we're going to talk about three of those big game changers for me today. The first one for me was investing in small things, subscriptions, softwares, things like that that would make my life a whole lot easier in terms of product creation. So I'll give you an example of this. I have a subscription. The very first subscription I ever paid for was to QR stuff because I created a lot of QR codes. And if you create a QR code, most of them are free, but one of the ones that costs money is to turn an image into a QR code. And so I had found this roundabout way to turn an image into a QR code that wasn't going to cost me anything at all. And so I would take that image, I would upload it to Google Photos, or I would upload it to Flickr. I would upload it to one of those sites, and then I would get the link, and then I would turn that link into a QR code. And so anytime someone scanned the QR code, it would redirect to the photo, and it worked okay. The problem with this was twofold. First of all, it took me way too much time to create a QR code. Second of all, there were a lot of school districts who would block URLs that were coming from image hosting sites, and understandably so. So I would start to run into this issue where I would get Q&As or emails or things like that from people who were saying, I bought your resource, but I can't utilize your QR codes. And so it was a frustrating experience all around. And so the very first time that I paid for that subscription, it kind of stung a little. It was $25 a quarter, y'all, $25 a quarter. So $100 a year, not very much at all, but I felt it (laughs) and I didn't want to do it. But the moment that I created my very first QR code from an image without having to do the whole rigmarole and without having to redneck it, 
I realized what a game changer this was going to be in my business because it saved me so much time. Not only did it save me time and energy on the product creation end, but it saved me so much time and energy after that because I wasn't having to answer questions. And if you've ever been in the position where you get a Q&A in the middle of the day where a buyer is saying they just purchased their resource, they're trying to use it in their classroom, but it's not working and they need your help, and you're right in the middle of teaching a lesson and you know you can't get to that until 3.30 p.m., then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Freeing up that mental space and taking away the stress from both the product creation and the customer service end was a total game changer. From that point forward, I started to buy other subscriptions, <laughs> started to buy anything that I could that would help me. And anytime that you're doing something that's going to speed up your product creation process or going to create a better product for your customer, you're going to see increased revenue in the long run because you're going to be able to do more in a shorter amount of time and your buyer is going to be happier. So if you've been thinking about investing in your business and you want to know a good place to start, the best place to start is to think about what tasks are you completing on a regular basis that you feel are taking up too much time or are causing you too much stress. If it's flattening and securing your documents, your PDF documents, maybe you would want to invest in something like Flatpak from Bearwood Labs, where it flattens and secures your documents all in one click. That's one of my investments that I have loved. If it's something like editing PDF documents or maybe editing video footage, or maybe you need to edit a lot of different types of media, maybe investing in Adobe Suite would be a really good option for you. Think about where are you spending way too much time in your business and try to find a cost-effective solution for that area. The second thing that was a game changer for me was hiring out tasks. And this one took me a while to get on board with because I couldn't fathom paying somebody else to do something that I could do myself because that felt like throwing money out the window when in reality it was just the opposite sped up the product creation process, and it took a large amount of stress off of my shoulders. And while it seems kind of counterintuitive to some of us to spend money in order to grow your business, it really does help. Because when I started hiring out tasks that I wasn't good at, like product photography, I'm terrible at product photography. And in my mind, it was going to cost a fortune to hire somebody to do product photography. And I felt like that if I hired them, I had to be able to pay them regularly. Like I was going to have to guarantee or set aside hundreds of dollars a month in order to outsource this thing. And it doesn't work that way. To my surprise, I was able to budget for that and hire them when I needed them. So I would know in advance. So whenever I was creating a new product line and I knew that I was going to have 15 resources in that product line, I could batch out product creation, and I would have a couple of months to start setting aside funds for the product photography before I actually had to pay for it. And I could pay the photographer once and then not hire them again for several months or until I needed them again, if that's what I needed to do. And so if you're one of those people and you're like me and you have this misconception that you can't hire somebody until you can afford to pay them regularly or pay them a certain amount every month, please know that there are tasks that you can hire out and you can just hire them out on an as-needed or as-you-can-afford basis. Other tasks that I've hired out since then have been hiring an editor to check my keys for my resources. And then more recently, the 
biggest thing that I hire out now is childcare, both of which have been a big game changer in my business. And then finally, number three, one of the biggest game changers in my business. And in fact, I would probably put it at number one. This was one that I could see on my graph. There's a marked difference between before I joined a course, a paid course for TPT sellers. And after I joined that paid course, my income skyrocketed. And I'm going to tell you, I don't really think it was about the course. Now, was the course creator amazing? Yes, she was. Was the course itself wonderful? Yes, it was, although I never finished it. I got a couple of modules in and I stopped because I found that the most valuable thing for me was being a part of a community where people were investing in their businesses. The course came with a Facebook group where you could go and you could interact and talk with other course members, and you could ask questions. And one of the most valuable things for me about that was being around people who were super invested in their business. And they were asking questions about things that I had never even thought about before. And so just opening up my phone on a daily basis and seeing questions that were being asked and answered inside of that Facebook group was a huge game changer for me. It was eye-opening to see the level of success that other people were achieving. It was eye-opening to see the quality of work that was being put out there as compared to my own. And it was a huge challenge to me in a positive way to step up my TPT game. Now, you don't have to purchase a course to be a member of an awesome group. We have an amazing rebranded teacher Facebook group that is free. But I can tell you that the best groups I've ever been in are with people who have paid to be a part of the group. And the reason for that is really, really simple. They're invested. And when you're surrounded by people who are invested in their business, you're going to learn more than you would anywhere else. So you may be listening right now and be thinking, Lauren, I am nowhere near ready to hire anything out to make big monetary investments in my business. I just started the thing and I'm making $10 a month, right? And I'm right there with you. And I don't think you should be spending a lot of money in the beginning either. Now, I wouldn't do what I did, which was not buy clip art and not buy fonts. I wouldn't do that. I would definitely invest in the product quality, in the quality of your resources, 100%. But I'm going to tell you some things that you can do to invest your time wisely. And the very first thing that I'm going to recommend is I'm going to recommend joining a free Facebook group. Join a couple of them. If you get into one and things seem dramatic and catty, get out. But if you get, but you should be able to get into one where there are active members. Again, we have a free one. We have questions that are asked inside of the Facebook group all of the time. I think you would love to be a part of the group, the Rebranded Teacher Facebook group. We do live Q and A's sometimes. We do live challenges. We do peer audits. Lots of fun stuff happening inside of that group, you definitely want to join. But there are lots of Facebook groups for TPT sellers. The second thing that I'm going to suggest you do is I'm going to suggest you start to conduct some market research. Start looking at other products that are inside of your niche that are already on Teachers Pay Teachers. Now, we're definitely not looking to these people for inspiration. We don't want to copy them. We don't want to do what they're doing. We want to create unique and different resources that meet unique needs on the market. But when conducting this market research, I want you to take a look at the quality of the resources that are being put out. Take a look at the covers and the aesthetics. 
take the time to know your competition because your products will be competing with them. And so you want to make sure in the very beginning, when you're not investing money inside of your business, you want to make sure that the time that you are using, you are using it very, very wisely to create high quality resources with what you have. You don't need to do any fancy marketing. You don't need a fancy course. You don't need to invest large sums of money inside of your business. You need to focus on creating super high quality resources and then you'll focus on other things. This is the part of the show where I answer real questions from real TPTers who are just like you and trying to grow their TPT business. And today's question is from Brooklyn. And though Brooklyn submitted this question, she is by far not the only person who has asked this question. I get asked this question a lot. And that is, what is a good conversion rate? So buckle up, we're gonna talk conversion rates for a few minutes. So before I start this, I want to go ahead and say that I actually have a conversion rate highlight on my Instagram account. So if you go to at the Lauren Fulton on Instagram and then find the highlight bubble that's titled TPT Business Quiz, I have actually talked about conversion rates a couple of times and there's a lot of good information there and it's a great place to start if you want to learn about conversion rates. So let's talk briefly about what a conversion rate is and then what is a quote unquote good conversion rate. So a conversion rate is the percentage of people who purchase your resource after looking at your resource. Obviously, you would think that you would want that number to be really high. In an ideal world, sometimes in our brains, we think it would be awesome if I had a 100% conversion rate where every single person who looked at my resource bought it. That's true, but that's just not going to happen. And not only is it not going to happen, you don't really want it to happen because chances are if 100% of the people who look at your resource are buying your resource, you are way underpriced, which means you are leaving a lot of money on the table. So when it comes to conversion rates, we want this nice, happy medium. We want people to purchase our resources, but we also want them to purchase it at a price that is going to be most profitable for us. So for example, let's say I have a $2 resource with a 20% conversion rate. That's pretty high. And so I decide that I'm going to raise the price because it seems to be selling really well. And then my conversion rate drops down to 15%. I raise it to $3, my conversion rate drops down to 15%. And my first instinct is to panic a little bit because fewer people are buying my resources. I'm selling fewer of the resources, which is not what I wanted. (laughs) But it doesn't really matter that I'm selling fewer because I'm making more money. And as a business person, the object of the game is to make as much money as I can on a particular resource while still serving my audience. And at 15% conversion, I am still serving my audience, believe me. And a lot of people, what they do is they decide that they are going to drop a price down so that they can sell more units, but selling more units doesn't equal more money. So we want that conversion rate to be a nice, happy medium where it's still selling, which by the way, I believe when that conversion rate is a little bit higher, it's going to rank you higher in the search engines. So we want a, we want a nice conversion rate. But we don't want our conversion rate to be so high that people are buying something just because it's cheap. 
because then we're leaving money on the table by not charging a fair market value for our resource. So right now you're probably thinking, okay, Lauren, so what is a good conversion rate? Is it 15%? 15% is a pretty good conversion rate. Sometimes you might want it to be a little bit lower. Sometimes you might want it to be a little bit higher. And so I'm going to tell you something that you're not going to want to hear. A good conversion rate is going to depend on a lot of different things. So for me personally, these are not the rules. They're just the ones I play by. If I have a product that is under $7, I like to see that converting between 10 and 15%. Anything above 15%, I'm going to strongly consider raising my price. Anything below 10%, I'm going to consider, and the keyword here is consider. I'm going to consider whether or not I need to lower my price. There are a lot of other variables that I'm going to take into consideration before I ever drop my price on a resource. I'm going to look at many different things. I'm going to be looking at my covers. I'm going to be looking at my previews, and I'm going to be looking at my product description first to make sure that they are fully optimized and fully represent the product that I'm selling before I even think about lowering my price. But I like to see between 10 and 15% for a resource that's under $7. For a resource that is over $7, especially when we get into those high ticket bundles, I like to see a conversion rate above 3%. So if I have a high ticket item, let's say I have a bundle of activities and it's $45 in my store, I want to see a conversion rate between 3 and 7%. Anything over 7%, I'm going to consider raising the price. Anything below 3%, I'm going to consider whether or not I need to lower the price. Again, these are not hard and fast rules. These are just the numbers that I like to see in my store. But truth be told, there's a lot to conversion rates, and it's way more than I can cover in a five-minute segment on podcast. So again, if you want to hear some more about conversion rates, I suggest you head over to my Instagram at the Lauren Fulton and check out that TPT quiz highlight bubble. Thanks so much for listening today. Next week, we're going to be talking about ways that you can network with other TPT sellers in order to grow your business. Thanks so much, you guys. Y'all have a great week. If you want to learn more and grow more with me, then you can find me inside of Rebranded Teacher Academy. Rebranded Teacher Academy is a low-cost monthly membership that gives you access to my entire course and content catalog from courses for brand new TPT sellers like Selling 101 to more advanced sellers inside of Strategic Growth, Ditch the Overwhelm, a quick start library where you can pick any topic that you would like to learn more about, watch a short video, and then immediately implement what you learned with a corresponding workbook. But what RTA members tend to love most are the monthly challenge and strategy sessions where every single month I give you step-by-step strategies that you can implement inside of your business in the form of a fun monthly challenge that helps you move your business forward every single month. If you want to learn more about Rebranded Teacher Academy and how you can become a member, you can find more about that down inside of the description. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love if you would share about it on social media and help other TPT sellers find it too. I'll see you right here next week.